tight end position coming up. Check out the names. We've touched upon Johnu Smith already to New England. Him and Hunter Henry, the new tandem. It's been it's been a while since we saw Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Those were some great offensive years for the Patriots. Clearly the winners at the tight end position this offseason. Not one, but two. Do you love or just like the move, Dylan? Mm. Man, that's tough. Right now, I just like it. Um, pretty much going on Paul's reasoning there. Just, man, all that money spent. I, I, it didn't really seem that necessary. I don't know what the market was. I didn't see any other reports about people kind of going, you know, that all in on some of these tight ends. But ultimately, hey, they targeted their guys. They obviously have a vision in place. Um, that's why they were able to get some of these deals done that quickly here. Uh, I guess my thing is at this point, I'm still trying to decipher who's going to be kind of leading that tandem there as far as yards uh, this season. I'm still going back and forth. I think kind of where I landed at this point is Janu actually leading in yards. Um, I think on paper, I see Henry being kind of the better uh, you know, blocking tight end if you're kind of just ranking them two specifically. So I can see kind of maybe Hunter blocking a little bit more in some of those like run heavy packages. So again, that's just kind of my initial thoughts. No idea what their offense is going to look like, but I think on those run heavy packages where both Johnu and Henry are in, Johnu could be the one kind of draping off because he can get a lot of yak and take one to the house uh, where Henry's kind of more just, Hey, I'm a move the chains guy. And uh, I actually look really like Henry, but Right now, I'm kind of leaning to John and kind of leading that tandem in yards at this point, even though uh, I, I don't think we've really seen John who have a season over like five or six hundred yards. So that's kind of my pausing point at that, just to kind of see, is he really going to be capable of leading this tandem when he's never done it in his career? So uh, I don't know, man. It's a lot of money. Yo, Paul, man, are, are both are Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry both draftable in fantasy leagues? Ooh, that's a great, that's a really good question. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, yeah, they both got paid. They're the big names right now that that hit, you know, the tight end market in a in a pretty quiet offseason for tight ends, really. I mean, the only other maybe notable thing was Gronkowski coming back, which we all knew was going to happen. And then Jared Cook is the only other kind of notable name that got moved. Um, so, yeah. You know, I don't know what to think on that. I think, you know, just with the way Cam played last year, you know, and his his passing struggles, um, I don't think they're – I don't. I honestly don't think either of them I would start in fantasy until I'd see something, you know. I'd have to see how they played the first month. But just based on how Cam played last year and then the fact that they signed both of them and, and signed all the other receivers too, it just – I mean, they're still – they should – they still should be a running team kind of like they were last year where Cam gets a lot of carries and then they rely on the run game because, you know, the past, the passing struggle. So, so yeah, based on that, I, I don't think I'd draft either guy, honestly. Hmm. What either guy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm staying away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on the caution, the uh, yellow light right there for both of them too. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I think Johnny Smith has to be the guy you draft. I think Hunter Henry is the more fringe. Mm, maybe you sign him week two after he probably catches a touchdown week one. Maybe Johnny has the better game or something. I get it. Uh, all right. All right. I'm a little surprised. I, I expect them to, to do some really good things. I, you know, you look at the rest of the roster, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, James White, the, Nelson Aguilar. So those are the best four options outside of tight end. They have to make Smith and Henry the top two options in this offense to succeed, in my opinion, especially when you consider they're going to run the ball with Cam Newton. He's still going to be running. They're going to run it with Damian Harris if he's on the field and Sonny Michelle if he's on the field. They're going to run the ball, but when they throw it, it has to be to these two guys, I would think, if if they're going to put up some Ws is what I'm saying. Um, then you go around Jared Cook signing, replacing Hunter Henry with the Chargers. Jared Cook is probably more is probably higher on your list, right? Than both of the guys in new England in, in terms of fantasy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. can see that with Herbie out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then Rob Gronkowski, does he rank the highest of these four tight ends that we're talking about here? I'd put him ahead of the new England guys, but I would have cook higher on the list just because Gronkowski they got all the weapons in Tampa, yeah. plus they got Cameron Brait, you know, who got action too. So, you know, there obviously there were some games where Gonkowski had solid games, but then there was other games where you just didn't have a target and he was just yeah. asked to block, you know. So, so yeah. Yeah, the volatility in that offense is uh, it's pretty hard to predict, especially at the tight end position there. Uh, I mean, you know they're going to feed Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, so that's pretty tough. Uh, especially you want to spell Gronk throughout the season, which I, obviously they did a pretty good job last year. But um, there's another name, at least, kind of caught my eye was Gerald Everett. Uh, I know he's not a world beater, uh, but I just think Seattle gets a little bit more athletic at that position. I mean, hey, all due respect to Jacob Hollister, he was a solid player. But uh, I think Gerald Everett gives him, again, a, a more versatile target, more athletic dude who can kind of you know, be able to chip block and kind of release and make some plays in the in the pass catching field for Russell Wilson. So another target to help get some easy yards when, you know, all the attention's on Tyler Lockett and DJ, uh, DK Metcalf, obviously. Uh, yeah, that was the guy I was going to ask you about. Everett, he's good for three or 400 yards a year. Looks like he's part of, a, you know, a tandem uh, with Tyler Higby. He was, you mentioned Hollister, sounds like he, you know, uh, did you did you just mention Hollister? Am I making that up? No, yeah, no. I did because he played in Seattle last year. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's in Buffalo. Um, hey, maybe Gerald Everett takes a step forward. I don't know. I'm not willing to make that call. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and then so another veteran, it, Paul, impact, you can keep it as simple as this, impact or no impact. I'm going to give you three guys. First, Kyle Rudolph. Impact or no impact? No impact. Okay. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> I love it. Nick Vanett. No impact. Dan Arnold. No impact. Hmm. 
So, Dill, Dan Arnold, he showed some flashes last year with the Cardinals. You don't, <laughs> you don't think chance in a high power, well, high power, you know, a talented offense with young offensive-minded coaches that are supposed to be some of the best coaches. Can you see Arnold becoming fantasy relevant by becoming, I mean, top 12 or 14? I can see it. I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, especially at the tight end position in fantasy, it, it's really not that hard to be in the top 10 or 12. Um, you know, you just need a decent amount of target share in your offense. And if they're, if they're willing to, right, they obviously saw something in them and were able to bring them in. So uh, they obviously have some sort of plan, just, you know, it's going to be tough. You kind of have to kind of wait and see with a lot of the tight ends, I think uh, outside of the top three guys at this point. So um, but yeah, I think he can be relevant, uh, you know, top 10 to 12 tight end, not that hard to achieve, unfortunately. Yeah, Sam. So we're going to have Sam Darnold thrown to Dan Arnold. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, another, another thing I was going to throw, uh, throw out is, hey, you know, Zach Ertz, you know, does he go to any of these teams on this list? I I personally think it's but if he gets traded, it's between the Colts and the Seahawks. Um, I know we just mentioned Gerald Everett, but you know, getting the Sea you know a Seahawks a team that's you know in win now mode, you know could definitely see them going for a guy like Ertz, and then also Colts obviously because of the Wentz connection. So I think that's that'll be an interesting question too with this tight end offseason where. You know, not the biggest names are moved. And, you know, we're kind of – we're trying to push up guys that aren't the most talented guys and, and seeing if they have any fantasy value. But, you know, it's 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 hard to see, you know, and any of them having major impact besides some of the guys we mentioned already. But for me, the one of the more intriguing things is, hey, where does Zach Ertz end up? And I think the Jets is another destination – uh, a former front of front office guy from Philly is now running the show, Joe Douglas in New York. And Hey, sometimes that's all you need is a locker room leader. And, you know, it's a very young team, the jets young team, you know, first year of a regime, they're probably looking for some vets and that's a trade I could see coming, you know, aside from Seattle, who I agree with Indy, who I agree with, I see those as well. And yeah, we got to tip our caps off, man. Jason Witten, Grant Wilson. Um, Jason Witten's a Hall of Famer, right? Yes. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Just checking. Uh, agreed. Greg Olson? Mm. No. I'd say no. As, like, as much respect I have for him in his career, I just, I still say yeah. no. Agreed. Clean sweep. And then um, Vance McDonald also retires um and then yeah that'll do it for the time <laughs> i thought you were i thought you were adding him like vance mcdonald hall of fame i was like yeah. what where is he going like, with it? right <laughs> alley oop well yeah. just one more thing about Ertz. i actually kind of would have liked to see him on buffalo if i'm being honest yeah. um, i could see why they didn't want to give up capital to go get him if they could just go sign somebody, you know, outright and free agency like they did. But uh, who knows? Maybe that that's still in the works. But I would like to see him there. Just wanted to add my two cents there. I love that. It, okay. Say Josh 
knock on wood. And by the way, Vance McDonald ever watches this. I was trying to give you a shout out that you retired, man. <laughs> so Buffalo, it, say they sign Zach Ertz and I'll knock on wood. Say Josh Allen gets injured. You got Zach Ertz. You got Emmanuel Sanders. You got Stefan Diggs. You got a couple young backs with Mitch Trubisky. Can they win a playoff game? Ooh. Ooh. I still say, yeah, I'll go with, yeah, yeah they could still win a game. I think so too. I think he has enough support around him and and hopefully he, he would get coached up by the time playoff comes around if he needed to come in, you know, by then. So I could see it. Could they beat the Chiefs? Not with Mitch. With Mitch? No. 